What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. We are back. It is Patrick, Christina, and myself for a new part two episode. This episode is going to be dedicated to Paranormal Activity 1 and 2. Some of these movies are fan favorites, and some of them aren't. I think they're pretty interesting for found footage films. What do you guys think? I definitely agree. I mean, at least up, at least the original trilogy one, two, and three were a, a nice a little package, right? I think I still try to dry hump the the other four and five, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just because it's like oh, I kind of like these. I love the story. Yeah, like I don't give a shit about the found footage stuff. Mm-hmm. I, which is the actual movie. I just hope that makes sense. What really drew me in. Yeah. And made me really like these two movies particularly. Okay. Is just how the two stories intertwine together. Well, all of them seem to like hook together a little bit. Right. Yeah, but not as much as these. Like, I'm sorry, not as much as these two. Okay. Like. Well, and if you guys have already missed our episode for Mondays, uh, the part one of Ghosts, Skeptical or Believer. You should check that out, too. We kind of went over a bunch of different things. Some of the new TV shows, some of our own ghost stories and things like that. So, but uh, all over the place. Yeah. So, (laughs) but I think I think we should just jump right into the flesh and potatoes segment of Paranormal Activity 1 and 2 right now. All right, guys, so we're back. We're going to be talking about Paranormal Activity 1 and 2, and we'll kick it off in order, I think, is probably the best way. What do you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, it'd be yeah. kind of weird to do it backwards, considering right. that these... Although, are... I guess, technically, the second movie happened before the first. What are we, George Lucas here? <laughs> Cut the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go ahead and kick it off. Now, I know, again, I know some of you are either not fans of this or are fans of it or kind of in the middle and you know you're like okay with it but some people really like hate oh they hate this yeah it it is a it is a hot button isn't it it is a little bit for some people like and i think i don't know because like i always get i always hear that people are always like well i liked the first one i thought it was really good but the second one really jumped the shark 
Which I, I, I don't get that. I don't get that either at all. But what I don't get is the people who absolutely hate this movie and they've never even seen it. <laughs> it's Which, that hype thing where like something's cool and right. everybody likes it. You gotta hate it because you don't want to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. Well, <laughs> Game of Th- <laughs> You say what you want about Game of Thrones, but until you Just, actually experience I'm it, kidding, I'm you kidding. don't know what you're talking about. Well, I gotta say, I did not even want to touch this, this movie when I first saw the trailer. I was like, no, I don't... That's stupid. I don't... It's going to be a bunch of jump scares. I don't give a shit, blah, blah, blah. But when I actually was doing the podcast with Matt, which is called Just Noise, he got screening passes for a two-month advanced screening of Paranormal Activity 2. And I was like, God damn it. (laughs) Now I got to watch the first one. And he was like, you haven't seen the first one? And I was like, no, I don't want to watch that shit. You know, I got all angry about it, like these people. And, uh, <laughs> so one night we rented it, like a red box or something, because I think it came out the next year, or was it two years later? Okay. I think just watching it with him and him getting so scared and him screaming like a little bitch, because I mean, they exactly jump scares it, hey don't make me feel like a bitch because we were watching the second one yeah, a I've couple never, of times yeah, i was like oh yeah, yeah you, you guys were jumping yeah you really i never seen you do yeah. that before i never seen it, you like, it's the only movie that's ever done it to me yeah. i swear to god it's it, it's those jump scares they do they do you, them so well you have a silly kind of scream too you're like oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're like Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. It's a little oh delayed, but it like comes right at you, you know. Yeah. Damn, like I sound like what's his name from Beast somebody Head? Them damn kids whacking <laughs> off in my tool shed. <laughs> well, let's kick it off. Paranormal Activity One technically came out October fourteenth, two thousand seven, but it was premiered at uh, what was it? Screen Screenfest, Fest, yeah. yeah. And then it kind of like grew and grew like a virus like all of a sudden like it was like in one thing and then it was in like a bunch of things and then like everybody wanted to see it and it blew up into all of these theaters like thousands of theaters like almost two thousand theaters by the end and it went from like one place to 20 places to like 50 places to 120 places and it just grew really big right and it had a lot of the same um kind of build and grow as like something like um Blair Witch Project. Yeah, but it, yeah. it wasn't as successful as Blair Witch well, they, Project. That's because their marketing campaign was probably one of the most ingenious things that anyone's ever put money towards. Right. Right. They got on the History Channel, dude. That made that shit legit. Right. You know, and that's why people believed it. I guess History Channel was like, fuck it. You know, they're paying us. <laughs> and it may have done well in in a trilogy sense. But I think overall, first movie around, I think uh, Blair Witch still holds the title for... For the most money? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Still, like, comparing it to Blair Witch, it still was a decade, you know, there's still... Uh, this movie came out a decade after Blair Witch, so a lot of the technology changed with the security cameras, the camcorders, cell phones. Well, that like, just holds, that like, too. Blair Witch in a higher regard, because it, it didn't use all those tricks, you know yeah. what I mean? It was right. all... Well, yeah. Well, and That's to give true. you guys kind of an idea, the story, after moving into a suburban home, a couple becomes increasingly disturbed by a nightly demonic presence. And it was uh, directed, written, and everything by Oren Pelly, 
who is an Israeli guy who moved here from Israel like when he was a kid, I guess, and then started directing movies. I read a little bit about him. It was pretty interesting. He was also one of the directors that did Chernobyl Diaries. Right, and he also what was the other he one pro- he did? He's uh... produced a lot. Uh, what else has he done? Because I've no never Chernobyl heard... Diaries is probably one of the uh... Chernobyl Diaries, and he did us. He did this one movie. I still haven't seen it, but uh, this guy that I watch all the time on fucking YouTube. And mm-hmm. if you guys are out there and fans of uh, Secure Team, Tyler actually suggested. Oh, this Area movie. Fifty One. It was not Area Fifty One, but it was a movie called The Bay. Oh yeah, he produced that. Yeah, he produced that. Yeah. Actually, he only directed Paranormal Activity and Area 51, but I think he helped write Chernobyl Diaries, which took place in Chernobyl, Pripyat, in uh, Russia. I've never even heard of that I kind of want to watch it again. It didn't get really good scores. He also helped produce uh, Insidious 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's been, uh, based on the success of this movie, Paranormal Activity, he's been able to be a producer. Right. And he's made the entire, he's done the entire Paranormal Activity franchise. He's produced all of it. He's produced all of Insidious. But I think he's only directed the first one, right? Yeah, he only did the first Paranormal Activity. He wrote and directed it. And did the cinematography and did the editing. He was like, all the titles are pretty much his name. Yeah, and the only difference is is that the, the actors in it is Katie Featherson and Micah Sloat. Which it, it seems like they use the real names. Mika, sorry. Mika Sloat. They all use their real names to kind of keep the authenticity of it. And right. I think he also That's did it as a, as kind of like a publicity thing. Right. Well, I, even those two actors, I mean, have they really, they've never, have they acted in anything since Katie then? has. Katie's done uh, quite a few movies. Or maybe not quite a few, but she's done all the paranormal activities. I think she's been in all four. Well, and then, uh, of course, she's been in paranormal activities. But has she she's been in, in she's she been in other a movie movies. called Mutation, and uh, she was in Psychic oh, okay. Experiment. Right. Um, she's done a TV series called The River. I think it was like three episodes. Yeah, she did that. Oh, okay. She I'm also just curious. she was also in she was in Paranormal Activity one, two. Three, oh yeah, four. No, that's what she? I said. All the paranormal. Like, activities. Why, is she, why wouldn't she be there? And the marked you know? ones. So, but anyway, uh, the actors were pretty much fresh and new when when he got them. I think she did one movie called Mutation, which was a straight to video movie. Yeah, to, yeah. It was. I've never that seen it, but I'm kind of interested to see what it's like. But, I'm yeah, sure it's too. really bad. I've already like added it like in my phone as a fucking movie I ca- to watch. I gotta ask you guys a question because <laughs> this seems so silly. Okay, but did. Mika's name bother you because I don't know why. Just his name. I know it was his real name, and yeah. I'm not making. Fun I don't of think his it name, bothers me because I know. I'm like, what? I know hell? a Micah and I know a Mika, and their their names are both spelled the same. Yeah, that's why I get a little confused. Yeah, I don't. That's just such a weird name to me because it's. I don't know. It's just doesn't bother me. Okay, it bothers me. I think it's. <laughs> I think the only reason it would bother me is Mika, 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 Mika. Yeah, but she was screaming and stuff, and then I'm like, why did they choose his name as Mika? I'm like, what, like, the, let's just call him Mike. Yeah, like, well, you know I don't I mean? know. Maybe it was like in a different name. It's a different name, maybe in a different culture or something. Right, right which is fine. Maybe, but that's his real for, name, so. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, now that I, I didn't know it was his real name. Yeah, no, it is his so, real That's what I'm saying. I, I know. See, <laughs> that's why, like, because it's just, 
It's not a common name, so... Did we men- mention his uh, production company who put this together? Uh, it was Bloomhouse, right? Uh, I don't remember. I think it is. Yeah, like, Bloomhouse Productions. It is Productions. Bloomhouse, because they've, they've done all, all the Insidious. And, yeah, though they, yeah, they, yeah, they did movies. do that. Yeah, they've, they've had some really big success with their oh, especially movies. Especially recently. And to give you guys kind of an idea, like, how much money that this movie's made, they spent $15,000 on this budget right so right nuts. and they made 193 million dollars off of paranormal activity now that doesn't beat it actually beat saw in the box office when they saw released, six yeah when they were released together yeah. well that was kind of a tired franchise at that point oh, right bit, it was right. an old so. dog for sure but to give you guys kind of a comparison blair witch which is also in the found footage universe it pretty much is one of the biggest found footage films that were ever Right. Made like everybody right. knows what it is, uh, yeah. But they spent sixty thousand dollars on this, which is four times the amount of budget that Paranormal Activity did, right? Okay, uh, but they made two hundred and forty-eight point six million off this movie, so it became they made a lot more. They made like over about fifty thousand, fifty million dollars more. Well, I think it's because they were first to strike the iron. You know what I mean? There was the first kind of maybe it wasn't. I know it probably wasn't the first found footage film, but it was one of the ones that was widely known. It is it it, it because it's telling you it's that marketing campaign that they did. Oh, dude, it yeah. was genius. It was like right. I think the same guys that did the marketing for them became famous, and I think even Trent Reznor used them for that. Uh, the year zero, year zero. I think he used the same people. I remember that right because he had a lot of little clues that he had to go online and figure out shit. Well, it was cool about Trent Reznor. He'd actually have a flash drive. And oh yeah, he would hide it at venues that he was playing at and try to find people to go, you know, go look for actively look for this flash drive that would have pieces of Year Zero on it. And I, I'm, I don't quote me guys, but I'm pretty sure it's the same people that did the Blair Witch. I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, they were like ahead of their time, so right. they, they right. were like pioneers for some marketing well, on the internet. Just the, the cover for Paranormal Activity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's just so basic. It's just like, hey, here's some security footage. Yeah, it it really is. And all of them have been except for, like, the marked ones. Right. And, like, well, I think the fourth one got a little wild. And the ghost dimension. dimension. I still haven't seen the ghost dimension, so. And you're good. Yeah, it's. (laughs) You don't need to see it. I own it, but it's pretty disappointing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Didn't we go see that in the theater? Yeah, we were all excited for it. You know, I do get amped for these movies, though, because it's. Like, I've said this, like, maybe three times today, but it's like the Where's Waldo of fucking horror movies. Right. Like, you're constantly looking for that shadow or the thing to move. Yeah, it is kind of interesting, right. especially I think in the extended version of this. I think they had extra stuff. They could have, yeah. Or no, it was the second one. I'm getting confused. Yeah, but what do you guys think? Well, the first one, I thought, yeah, this is cool. Like, this is okay. Like, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. Um, I think it's it's more of like the ambiance and the music, right? It kind of, and it's it's not just like jump scares. Yeah, that it is jump scares, but well, it's more like it sound is, design and yeah, yeah the sound design not, was on it's point. It's not jump scares like the uh, Rings of the Grudge. Like, right. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not like, uh, oh, I'm gonna knock on the door because I'm just a normal guy and I just we just want to scare you. Right. You know what I mean? That they do in like every fucking movie recently. Right. And now it's just old. Well, in the early 2000s, like, 
you know, the found footage thing kind of became a big thing. Oh, yeah. And I think every horror movie would do it. Yeah. And I thought that Paranormal Activity is one that stood out from the rest. Right. Even Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the reboot, did that. Yeah, they did it in the beginning. Right. Did they? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they did. Oh, the beginning one? Yeah. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw, the beginning? No, no, no. No, no, no. This Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it was the reboot with... uh, the one we just watched, the last episode yeah, we did. I don't remember the them first, doing found the footage. First, no, no, the first part. Where the officers going down into the fucking basement yeah, with and the, shit. the news crew. Oh, yeah, remember? okay. They found the footage. Gotcha, okay, okay. okay. That's what, I like, just wasn't considering it a found footage movie. Well, no, 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 no. no, 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 we're no. Not, we're, but we're saying they used the element. Sure. You know, anyway, but yeah, the whole, uh, the ambiance... Uh, the music, because you have that particular noise they make right Dude, that fucking noise before. gets under Yeah, like you know it's coming. Yeah, and you know it's coming. Well, and that's but a jump still... scare, though. You know what's you know even it... worse than the noise is when it goes dead silent. Like, there is nothing eerier than that, Dude. I think. Yeah, you know, but it would go dead silent, but it wouldn't scare you until that noise came up. So it, you knew it was coming. Well, that's it's like going on a roller coaster scared. ride where you're going up the hill. Right. Like that's you the fucking base, like, and then when it stops, gonna... that's the drop. You're like, where? Where is it coming? Right? What's yeah, yeah. Right. All this loud noise all the way up to the top. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like I said, I've always enjoyed these films. I mean, even when people talk shit, I was like, well, you know, I find it intriguing. It it puts me on the edge of my seat. I literally sit on the edge of the couch when I'm watching these films. The anticipation is just fucking. It's something I seek because another other film I've ever seen has ever done that to me. Right. Oh, you know what? The provoking. Like, we could talk about, like, the character development of both the, both of the characters because they were, they were, they were talking about their relationship and whatnot. And about the middle of the movie, um, they were having disagreements about whether to record the stuff and, or and she didn't yeah. want, the, she <laughs> wanted to ignore it. She was looking at me and, the whole time, by the yeah, way. See, cause, see, the, you know. <laughs> She they she's like com- this is you this you're complex. you're you're Micah or Mika yeah, you're, you're Mika, Mika. God damn it I'm never gonna get that right he was he was like don't worry about it because I'm gonna protect you so we need to figure out what's going on and I need but I need to catch it on camera oh that that part made me laugh so hard I was like who the how the fuck are you gonna protect somebody from a specter <laughs> like you right know, ghost punch the air I don't yeah understand what you're like gonna do. yeah I but I don't think he even understood he didn't believe it at first right right he thought he could explain it away and he would they they were making it as a joke. Like, it was a big joke to him, but it wasn't to her, and that's why she was getting all mad about it. But then, you know, oh, they brought in the the psychic. Yeah. Right? And then all of a sudden, the psychic was like, whoa, whoa, you ain't got a ghost here. Yeah, it turned demonic. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what, that's what I was going to say about why I like this movie. First of all, I've always been, it's like I said in part one, where we were talking about what scares me, but I really feel like ghosts, it's like, is scary by nature because shit shouldn't happen. But I think the thing that really amplifies a ghost is if it's a demonic thing. Like, do you hear about? Because it does the same thing as a ghost. And I I think one of the scarier things for me is that kind of shit. Is when it's like a darker... It doesn't necessarily have to be like a demon, but when it's a negative entity of some sort. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Right, a whole other level. Yeah, and and this, I don't know. Like, I know I do get made fun of for liking this 
And this is one thing that me and Christina bond over. We get really excited <laughs> about it. So that's why I had to have her do this episode with me before you were going to do it. But I really, I think, I think this is one of the better found footages. I am, I'm actually very, very particular about found footage. Like I, there's people that just hate it and for whatever various reasons, because they just don't like the oh, style. I don't I like can- shaky cam or, uh, yeah. this is so unbelievable or whatever the, 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 there was no shaky cam though. Everything was, yeah, everything but- was. But my point is, is that I'm very, very, very particular about the acting. Like, if the acting is not believable, if I cannot suspend my own disbelief of what's going on, I'll stop watching it. Right. I don't even, I like, I've turned off found footage movies right in the middle of it. Like, if the facts aren't straight, or if they do something that's just too much, like, I'll just turn it off. But if the acting's on point, like I can and I can make it through and it's somewhat like kind of done well, then I'm okay with it. Pat and I were talking about this earlier. There was a part in the movie where I thought the acting was horrible. But just the one part. Which one is it? Just it, just it, briefly. Don't it, don't describe it. I won't, I won't. It was when they were in the bathroom discussing the camera and she was oh. brushing her teeth. Right. And, and to me, like that was so not realistic to me at all for some reason. It well, they had like, to try to make it jovial so, and fun, right? And- right, but maybe it was like their first day of shooting or something, and it just seemed so forced. Like the relationship too, and them just going back and forth, it seems so forced. But everything else, like especially towards the end of the movie when the scene started to get more intense. Especially with all the activity going on. Right. Then that's what, like, sucks you in. And I can't believe they even left that scene in the movie with them in the bathroom. You know what it is, though? I always, I can see that I can chalk up to just weird people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are, I've been, I've hung out with like couples and their dynamics are so weird. It almost seems fake. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's almost Uh, like, so, so I don't, I don't really even think of it as like bad acting there. I'm just like, that's just the weird dynamic of their relationship. Right. Okay. I know we're not to factoids yet, but like this kind of brings up something I thought was very cool about this film is that, that they didn't get a script. There was no script. It was pretty much an outline of what was happening and everything else was ab ab libbed. Ah. Well, I mean, that with found footage, the best ones do ad lib. Yeah, right, exactly. And, and it was great. I think the chemistry was spot on. I, right. I believe them as a couple. I, you know. Oh yeah, I totally believe them as a couple too. Right. We watched a a movie recently. What was it? Phoenix Forgotten. Yeah. And oh, it's about the that? Phoenix Lights. That was the one with all the executive producers attached to it, right? I'll, I'll say this: like they spent a lot more time on that movie for the facts about Arizona. Mm-hmm. Than any other Phoenix Lights wanna that be. That we've seen. Really? Yeah. The and other ones we've seen, seen are like, oh, there's a bear in the middle of fucking the South desert. Mountain. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, there ain't no bears know, here. Do you like know what like Like they they actually really spent a lot oh, of time. Yeah. Now, as far we as their ch- as far as like their it. choices of storytelling, little off. Like I didn't like the end as right. much. But everything leading up to it was very believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the acting was, uh, it wasn't perfect, but it was tolerable. And I was able to make it through. And I actually kind of got into it for a little while. Mm-hmm. But where it ended up was kind of funky. 
Yeah. They, they it's almost like they stuck to facts too much. Like Is it uh, worth uh, a watch. Yeah, you like think it. So, especially if you live here or if you've seen the li- or if you saw the lights, if you if you lived here at that time. Right. And you know the area, I think yes, you should see it. Yeah, if it's on when it drops on next. We well, just- let's talk about some you see you were going to bring up some of the factoids. The original ending was changed at the suggestion of uh, Steven Spielberg, apparently, which is, I guess, they were I, buddies, right? I agree with that. Well, it had to have been. Changed. Yeah, there was two endings, which we watched both of them: the yeah. alternative ending and the one that they kept, which was a great idea. What was the idea. alternative ending again? Uh, she, I don't want to jump into that yet because I don't want to oh, spoil it for anybody. All right, but yeah. we'll have to dip into that. But there I was totally a different forget. ending. Uh, there was two different endings. It's just interesting to know that. That he was like in. Well, they couldn't. I'll just say they couldn't do a sequel if they. Yeah, used that it changed everything. Ending. Right. Although one of the alternate endings that I've heard that didn't make the cut, but like I found it very interesting, even though it did borrow from another movie, was that at the end of the movie, Mika, Mika, was, yeah. Mika was killed with his Micah. own camera. <laughs> and it was going to be like one of those scenes from like, uh, what was the movie called? Record? Oh, yeah. Where the oh, guy yeah, gets yeah. beat with his own camera. I was like, I would have fucking loved that, dude. Because right. like the, the camera was like his whole spiel throughout this whole movie. Right. And for him to actually get killed with that camera would have been the got, fucking she cherry. she got pissed because of the fucking... See, that's right. one of those other movies, like Record 1 and 2, that I like that are kind of found oh, footage too. Kind of, oh, yeah, they're good. Not, they are so... Are so much better than... If you guys are ever watching another found footage... Watch record over fucking what is the other one? What do they call it? Quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. God, I can. It's so didn't pointless, they do, like, dude. A quarantine on a plane. Yeah, that was the yeah, second one. That was retarded. Yeah, it was the second one. Was it the second? They one? jumped to the plane. It was like they were trying to make Stupid. it their own thing. Oh man. No, record Stupid. is the way to go, though. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, I really like the, the idea of him being smashed in the face with his camera that he held yeah, to his I see, heart. I like, see that, yeah. Right. I would just, I just funny. thought that would have been the cherry. Yeah, I would have fucking stabbed him with the goddamn Ouija board. <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiot. Well, here's another she cool thing. She gets so mad at that at part. At the beginning of the movie, like maybe 10 minutes in, you remember him talking about the ghosts and shit? And what, you know, if there's any ghosts here, I'll just have to take care of it. And he he mimes taking the knife and slicing his throat with it. Right. right. He actually, that knife comes to play in later. You yeah, know? which you guys will find out. But we don't want to spoil it for anybody, right? Right. All right. <laughs> so the house, by the way, guys, was the same house that was owned and lived in by Oren Pelly. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. They filmed the, the movie in 10 days in his house. I think it's interesting that he chose his house, and it just goes to show you that, like, on a $15,000 budget, you can do a lot. Right. So, guys, if you're a filmmaker and you want to do something right, if you do it right... <gasps> I just realized, like, the whole movie pretty much took place in his fucking bed then. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I wonder okay. what he did with some of that money. You think he got himself a new car? Dude, he, he started a company. He probably <laughs> put the money in the bed and was like rolling around in it. He probably recorded himself. Well, what was happening is as the movie was getting bigger and bigger and bigger, he was making more and more money. Right. And then it was just selling it to more and more theaters. And then he was just making it back. Oh, like it just started fucking rolling in the dough, man. Yep. So, and I'm sure he flipped that money into being a producer and, right. you know, then he just started making buku money. Yeah. Like, I'm sure because he, because of that movie, that's why he went to being a producer. Right. Yeah. But it just goes to show you that if you have a really decent idea that you can make on a very small budget, if you do it right, you could potentially 
if make you're at money. the right time and you're doing the right things and you do it, I mean, it takes a little bit of a director's skill, I believe, right. you have to good, notice when bad acting is bad acting. Right. right. And you have good people around you. And, you and I think they it was the right choice for him to make them ab lib because it just felt more natural. Right. It just. Fit. Yeah. And you know, another cool thing is about this. One of the factoids is that uh, I heard that when Steven Spielberg was uh, viewing this in his house. He had to stop watching it. In the middle of it, yeah. Yeah, in the middle of the night. And he, he said had to wait it scared the next really? crap out of him. Yeah. Yeah. He had to watch it during wow. the day just to make sure that he was okay. Uh-huh. Right. And I mean, it is kind of a freaky movie. It, yeah, for sure. Like, for anybody that is, like, mildly oh, yeah, totally. interested in the paranormal, I would say that it's pretty freaky. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, you never see the actual... Like, in some of the, the haunted house movies, like... You'll see the demon, you know, they'll, or they'll do it in the corner of your eye where this is all just like shadows and it's invisible the whole time. Yeah. Not to, not to not spoil it for anybody, but that's what, that's what makes it freaky for me is like you, you usually they show it and here they don't show it at all. Well, and then that sometimes pisses a lot of people off because. And I'm not, it's, this isn't to put down anybody because like to us, to them, we're crazy people for even thinking that this could be possible. Right. They're too, like, they're atheists. They don't believe in anything, whatever. To them, it's stupid because they don't either, they've never experienced something that they couldn't explain or they write it off a certain way or whatever. So these movies really suck to them. Right. Right. You know, it's like, oh, come on. But still, it's it's just a fucking story. Well, yeah, but it's. it's, yeah. Like, enjoy the goddamn ride. Right. An interesting fact that uh, I think is pretty cool is that DreamWorks wanted to remake the movie with a bigger budget and, like, better known actors. Oh, my God. Rather than release the film as it uh, was. Was it DreamWorks? I thought it was Paramount. And use the, the original as a DVD extra. What? Yeah. Serious? Isn't that crazy to that me? That would have ruined the movie. <gasps> I did not know That's how that. stupid producers are, man. Right. Yeah. They think they can do something better. Right. Like, anything you can do, I can do better. Right. I mean, it should have been the seal right there. When, when you know fucking Steel, Steven Spielberg is getting freaked out and I have to stop watching it, that should have been right. like, but, all right, send it out. Right. But you know what? I mean, in, in all fairness, like, it's not a horrible idea down the road. But when you got right. this gold movie that's already done really well, you're fine. Just build, right. build on it. Right. Like they've done. Whether it's good or bad. Right. Like, personally, I personally think the first three are the only ones you really need to watch. Right. But if you're just, like, into it like we are, we'll watch them all anyway. The first four. I didn't like four. Four pissed me off. It was the acting at the end of four that really pissed me the fuck off. The girl walking across oh, the street. I'm, I'm like, sorry. She's like... No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm thinking of five. Oh, okay. The Mark ones. I like Mark ones. Yeah. I like if you look at it as a separate too. story, it is, it's all connected. I right. thought it was fun. It was like separate story. It, it's almost like a movie. Like, uh, have you ever seen Chronicles? You hate the movie, but where the guys can like dream of things, they can fly in the air. Oh, no, but you God. were telling me I needed to watch it. Yeah, they can like Ugh. move things with their mind and right. stuff. Stupid. It kind of reminds me of that in the very beginning. <laughs> I like the movie, but it reminds me of Akira. Oh really? Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, it really does. I'll have to watch it now. Like I feel like that actor could have been Akira. Nice. Like I felt like it is the closest thing we're gonna get to a live action Akira. But anyway. Apparently another one of these interesting factoids, Oren, like I guess he wrote this whole movie on an experience that he had in his house. 
there was a box of detergent that fell off a shelf in his house. Uh-huh. But it, he said it was so far pushed back that there was no way that it could just fell off by itself. Right. I've had something like that happen to me, actually. Really? Yeah, I was sitting at home. Uh, my parents used to, they, they do video production for years. Right. And they were sitting at home. I was sitting at home by myself while they were out of town doing the wedding. And they weren't going to be back till like two in the morning or some shit like that. So I'm laying there and I'm tired and I don't know what to do. So I go to bed and I'm just kind of laying there and I hear something fall out in the kitchen. And I go out in the kitchen. My mom's like, was a nut about leaving the cabinets open. Don't leave the cabinets open. Right. And I remember the cabinet was wide open. Okay. My mom used to, she, she does her hair like a perm. Like she used to do it like that. And she would wash her hair in the sink with the hose that you could use Uh to lean over it to like wash it out and stuff. And she had shampoos and everything up on the top in the cabinet right next to the sink. And that cabinet was open and there was a shampoo bottle on the floor. And I was like, Oh, she must not have put it in there. You know, I was scared at first, you know, but then I went out there and, and then I started leaning the shampoo bottle up against the, the cabinet and it kind of had like a hinge to it with like a, a little bounce back. Like if you left it halfway open, it would close. Right. So there's no way that it would have been wide open and the shampoo bottle when I leaned it against the door, the door just closed on it. Mm. I, tr- I literally huh. leaned it like on a 45 degree and the door shut on it. Huh. Crazy. And I was like kind of freaked out. I was like, what the fuck? So, I mean, I could totally see that was the inspiration. He right. doesn't even necessarily believe in it. He said he was a skeptic, right? Right. So, you know, another really interesting thing when they did test screenings for this, a lot of people started walking out of the movie theater. And they originally thought that it was only because the movie wasn't really good. Oh. Because, you know, when you make could, a movie, you don't know. They couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. They were right. scared. Yeah. People left the auditorium because they just couldn't handle the intensity. It's the music, though. I think the intensity of the... Well, there's no the, music, but the sound is... The, the sound, sound is on, yeah. the sound. The sound yeah. is so intense that I could see that. Yeah, it was pretty... It's pretty scary. And then hearing those feet come up the stairs oh, and yeah. shit, like, that's freaky dude, shit, dude. Does that not just sound like a big goat-footed demon or something? Right. Like, you know what's... I don't want to get into that part. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Um, apparently, when, when this movie was coming up, Paramount jumped on the, on the fucking... They were like, let's do this. Let's distribute the shit out of this. So they acquired the U.S. rights for $350,000, and the film went on to make $193 million worldwide. Wow, that's crazy. So the, the first most profitable, again, they say, is Blair Witch, obviously, which made a lot more than that. You right. Know, just by 50 million, but. Right. The actors that were in the movie got paid about 500 bucks each. Oh, are you serious? Didn't oh, they go back pissed. and rediscuss their payments? Well, yeah, they had well, to go uh, back. Fuck yeah. They had to renegotiate the amount because of how big it got. Right. I'm, I'm still pretty I, sure they probably didn't I get their just desserts, but. I think that's bullshit. You shouldn't have to go back in and renegotiate. They should just go and pay them. Well, you're. Why do you gotta force? There's a lot of lot of movie companies. When you get hired on, they'll offer you a stake in the movie. Right. Like if it's like that low budget. Yeah. They'll give you a percentage of what the movie makes. Right. They're like, hey, we really can't pay you. Smart thing to do. It is. It is actually a very smart thing. I think they did the same thing with the Blob. Really. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Oh, oh yeah, the main guy that was in the blob got offered to pay either two hundred dollars or it was like or two thousand dollars or he could get like five percent like ten percent that ten percent right. would have been worth over five million dollars right today, so it's like 
you, you take a risk, but he needed the money. They probably yeah. needed the money, but they came back, and I guess he renegotiated. So that's cool, at least. Yeah. At least they can do that. That's cool. The crew in the movie that were, like, shooting and stuff, they had to wear black so that, that their the color of their shirts, like, if they were wearing white, wouldn't reflect off the oh, walls. the walls. Right. Because, okay, yeah. Because, the, well, in, in, and especially in night vision, I'm sure it probably affects it quite a bit. Right. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know how that works, but they didn't want to have shadows and stuff like that, I guess. When the, the shadow did come in, mm-hmm. you know, to the room, is that CGI'd, or do you really think there was someone, like, hanging in the background, like... I'm going to make the shadow like, the, with my body. I'm sure it was like, just like a split screen thing where they yeah. recorded half of the screen. All that stuff was, uh, yeah, it was all, what would you call that? Well, it was a static camera. Post-production? Yeah. There was a static camera. Uh-huh. So all they had to do is right. just cut a line down the center of the movie and right. then just like shift it over oh, so that okay. they, that anybody could be walking next okay. to the shot as a shot casting a shadow yeah that's what i meant casting a yeah. shadow so that they sorry i don't know how they do that stuff, no yeah so i just thought i'd ask no that's a good question actually i think but that's how i assume that they did it i don't know right. for sure i heard that he did all the effects and all that shit afterwards on his mac like with the right. footprints and stuff like that right okay well, that makes sense the role of dr johan avaris the guy that came that was like the ghost paranormal guy uh-huh he uh he was cast with a real paranormal investigator from the Independent Investigations Group, uh Spence Spencer Marks. Mm-hmm. The role was shot to help explain certain anomalies in the film. The role was at, predominantly mentioned in the movie, but the footage was never used. Oh. So the doctor that was the demonologist. Oh, okay. Yeah, not the guy who, who ended was, up yeah. Not. yeah, so okay. I I meant to say the demonologist. Uh, right. Yeah. The psychic guy who comes in and tells him about the demonologist guy. And I totally wanted to see that scene, by the way. What? The demonologist coming in and trying Yeah, to... it's like, dude, man, yeah. like I don't want to like spoil like favorite scenes or anything, but I guess this is probably where we're gonna probably talk about some stuff, guys, because there were some things that pissed me off in this movie, like as a viewer. But not not what? not pissed off at the movie, just pissed off at the characters. Right. Like the what you better get the hell out of there, girl! Get the fuck out! Like, you know, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, why wouldn't you call the demonologist anyway behind his back? Right. This is clearly getting progressively worse. So what if he can't come to your house that night? Yeah. Like, he's not like some fucking, you know, delivery driver for fucking Domino's. Demonos. (laughs) Demonos. Anyway. When did we figure? When we the said that first, uh, we said that like we said that during the uh, gate one and two. Yeah, oh, or was yeah? it just the gate and something else? I don't remember. No, I think we did gate one and two. Yeah, <laughs> demon nose. Oh my god, we going favorite scenes now? Oh uh, yeah, we can jump into that. I mean, there's there's some a lot of other stuff, but I, we do have another movie to talk about. So right. So probably my favorite scene of this whole fucking movie is when Mika comes home with the fucking Ouija board. Right, and he's just uh, smiling. And yeah, yeah. And, and then like Katie is like, I said, don't mess with that stuff because it scares me. And what do you and what do you do? You go out and you get the best fucking VG board yeah, I've ever fucking right. seen. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just that like was oh hilarious. She and I both would love that, that too. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh and you, I've never even seen one like that. You get, you get the best fucking Ouija board. <laughs> And he's like, I didn't 
buy it. I'm just borrowing it. Like, it was pretty sense? immaculate, fucking Ouija. Board. I've never seen one it like was, that. Apparently, right. it was actually bought at a Costco. So a really, Costco? yeah, they have the one with a pentagram on it, or they did paint it up or something. I think they must have painted it up or something. They must yeah. have put the glaze or something over it. Probably the pentagram, with but the it definitely wasn't your Fisher it. Price fucking. Oh, what, no. what, what's the company? It's not Fisher Price, is it? It's a. Uh, oh, what's the other one? Oh. Well, uh, I mean, obviously, one of my favorite scenes is going to be where she gets fucking. Uh, actually, I, I'll, I'm going to change mine a little bit because I, I think one of the most initial scares that I got that really freaked me out is when the floor gets hit and then the fucking chandelier. Oh, the no, oh, swinging. Oh, it did do the shriek and then it hit the the thing. Right. That panicked me. Like, dude, that was. I get. I'm getting. Yeah. I got chills right now just because it was like so intense. And you know what it reminded me of? Poltergeist 2. Oh, I can see that. Because yeah. they were pounding on the house. You remember that? Yeah. It didn't have a screech before it, but it had that boom. Oh, wasn't right. the, the TV going too? It went static. That was that was later. No, no, she's talking about part one. No, yeah, I'm talking uh, about with the TV. Yeah, he that, remember Katie right. gets out of bed and she's out back in the backyard. Yeah, and the and TV then goes. He goes, up, yeah. he goes back upstairs. The TV and then she's on. right behind him. Yeah. Oh, oh that, that freaked was, me out. That was freaky too. Was like, yeah. Where the fuck did you come from, dude? But ser- seriously, dude, that that fucking sh- that, <laughs> and then the fucking right. band, and then they all fucking panicked. Dude, that was that's some intense shit right there. That's probably where Spielberg was like, "All right, I'm out." Right, because that's one of the tomorrow. that's like the middle part. Yeah, because that's when things are starting to get really intense. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. my favorite part is like right after that, and it was uh, when it started happening during the daytime, and she's standing in the hall, and she says, "Is like right in the middle of the day." I think it was, and her it hair was, blows or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say that. It was Sorry. like three o'clock, and and she was like, "I can feel them breathing on me right now," and then yeah, and then you could see her hair blow, and yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck that shit, <laughs> I'm out." I just I thought am out. I like immediately when I see something like that, I always go, "Oh, I wonder." They just cut the sound out there, and they were using a hair dryer. Like that's what I was yeah. thinking. Like I, so that didn't scare me, but I mean, it was well. It scared me because it was the first scene during the day, right? Where it and got sh- usually shit like that in movies only scary shit would happen at night, right? Three o'clock. Then it started happening during the day, right? Yeah, that was pretty. And that, yeah, there, was there used to be point. some kind of like bullshit about that, right? Like the witching hour or whatever. No, about three o'clock is yeah, about that time. O'clock. It is essentially the number three the is a number that demons use to mock the trinity right so the father the son the holy ghost i heard it's also like i think we talked about this mike that it's not 666 it's 313 oh i don't know yeah apparently that's the number of the beast well the significance of three is that it is mocking the holy spirit the holy trinity the holy trinity yeah the 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 father the son the holy spirit yeah right well so what was another one of your favorite scenes out of the movie there's a couple but i mean i i did like that part where after you're saying that we're in the daytime Uh the hair is blowing and he was like oh that's never happened during the day she was like yeah it's getting fucking worse that's why (laughs) like (laughs) like every time she would get mad at him and start screaming at him like those are always it's really hard for i do like when she gets pulled down the hallway 
that was trippy. Oh, dude, it, oh, it has yeah. to be or, one of your or, favorites, or the footprints or whatever. But I still like that Ouija board thing. Made me just laugh. Right, right. it's so great. Yeah. Right. I want to say my probably my last scene that I want to talk about. This probably my favorite scene, and, and it sent chills through my whole body. Was the end bit? Katie goes downstairs and then wakes up Mika. The, scr- the uh, scream that oh, she that goes scream. off. Oh yeah. my god, dude! She was screaming his name too. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty panicky. Dude, it was so fucking intense. I wonder, I wonder if his neighbors were like, what the fuck are you doing over there? <laughs> like, you murdering somebody? Like, what the fuck? That right. had to have been heard by the neighbors. Right. And she actually loud. won an award, too, for Scream Queen. I think it was for the oh, MTV. Oh, yeah, the MTV where she did. Yep. She did. I they deserved know. it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's crazy. I haven't seen that in... Jesus. I haven't the, watched MTV Music Awards oh, in like I, forever. I don't even right. know if they do. They still do those. Yeah, like, they're coming. They're actually just coming around right now. Yeah, they're still trying to hump that dry, but, dry hump oh, the fucking corpse. <laughs> I don't know. People still like a pat on the back here and there, yeah. so they're gonna do it until they don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like a like some uh, McDonald's guy like walking down the street and he's eating a hamburger and he's like, hey. You did a good job. <laughs> I'm just saying, in the bigger scheme, it. in the yeah, in the bigger it. scheme, I'm just being a dick right now. But no, I would want to be appreciated for what I did right. So. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, her scream was so blood curdled, dude. It was amazing. Oh, that's why you need to watch. Keep watching these because that comes into play. Oh yeah, it, I don't want no, to ruin it, it no, but it comes into play later in one of the other movies right. that you haven't watched. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a fan of that, you owe it to yourself. Well, I like I've only watched up to three. Oh yeah, keep going. Yeah. The the last one. Oh wait, so there is six. So there's one, two, and three. Then the fourth one with the the the, the girl. <sighs> then there's the marked ones, and then there's the ghost dimension. So there's oh. six. Right. There's six. Yeah. Coming out with seven. Yeah, they're actually coming out with a seventh one, guys. But I think that's probably we've probably humped the fuck out of that paranormal activity because we need to, yeah we need to get into the second one because I'm sure right. we got way more to say about that one. So paranormal activity two came out sometime later because it came out in 2000. The the first one kind of technically was made in 2006 and 2007. It kind of had a long span, but this one came out three. Four years later, technically, from when the first one first aired on October 22nd, 2010. And that's kind of like the date that all of the ones in the ones that are called Paranormal Activity, like one, two, three, four. I think the Ghost Dimension also came out, too. <laughs> but the marked one's the only one that didn't come out in October. Right. But this one had a budget of three million dollars and it still made one hundred and seventy eight million dollars. Pretty much. It's one hundred and seventy seven point five, which is still fucking impressive, guys. Yeah. Three million dollars, and you still made almost two hundred million dollars. Right. Like, yeah. you have struck gold like twice. You're living high and mighty now. Right. right. <laughs> the story. After experiencing what they think are a series of break-ins, a family sets up security cameras around their home, only to realize that the events unfolding before them are more sinister than they seem. This movie, this time, was actually directed. Uh, by someone entirely different. It was Todd Williams. Todd and Oren Pelly was actually the producer this time instead. And this screenplay was written by Michael Perry, Christopher Landon, and some other people. But Todd Williams, the director, he's done, I wouldn't say horror movies, but he's done a lot of like 
real story kind of family sort of things. He did the Cell, that King, oh. the King movie Cell. Uh-huh. Oh, did you ever he... see that? The Stephen King movie. Yeah, yeah, no, no. The well, one... it's a base. It's a based off the book. Is that the one with Jennifer Lopez? No. Sorry. Because I got Cut excited. I was out. like, oh, I love that movie. I love the. No, cell. it's the one with him and Samuel L. Jackson. Um, <gasps> oh, cellular. No, it's just cell. So- oh, just cell. Oh, just cell. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay, I see. Oh, yeah, that one was, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked I it up, but I, I mean, it was still kind of hard to watch. I'll, st- I'll do, like, all Stephen King. Movies. I don't know. I don't want to get into it too, too much. Yeah. Uh, some of the same actors return. Uh, you get to see Katie and uh, Mika again, but you got a pretty much a new cast, new family, and uh, I don't want to ruin it yet. Like, we'll get that when we start to talk about towards the end and right. of the trivia, right. because we don't want to, like, completely ruin it. But I don't think we're ruining it too much to say that it's connected. Yeah, right. And yeah. this, obviously, if Mika and Katie are in there. Right. Technically, this. Connected. You learn this pretty quick. Yeah. That, and I mean, it's her sister. Yeah, it's her sister, and it takes place before the events of the first movie. Right. And what lead, led up to the fir- the second the, movie. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Which it we gets, had a big debate about. Yeah, it gets confusing. Yeah, because the it first gets... movie starts off on September 18th, 2006. Right. And it ends on October 9th, 2006. Six. Yeah, so September to October. So. Yeah, and then so this one's like from there, like August. The second one, yeah, it's it begins in August. Yeah, the early beginning of August. I, could, I didn't write down the date. My yeah. bad. It's okay. It doesn't matter. And it ends up where the last one yeah, ended. It, right. Yeah, it ends up the beginning of the, the end, which the is the beginning one. of the end. <laughs> but yeah, like recording wise and everything. Yeah, it's interesting though that they connected the two. I think they did a pretty good oh, job. Oh, this is what sold me about the series too. Is this particular movie is it's how well these two stories blend together, blended together, and just the whole theory about the paranormal activity. Which has to do with the sisters. Right. And it was interesting because it wasn't like, you wouldn't, you weren't expecting this to be, I don't want to say, it is a prequel, technically. But you weren't expecting it. equal Yeah, it it, it ends up kind of, yeah. But anyway, you weren't expecting that very much. It's a little confusing. Unless you paid attention to the dates, it was a little confusing. Yeah. So, because they didn't, they didn't brush up on it in the very beginning or anything. No, it doesn't matter, you know. But it's cool. Like I thought it was interesting. I, I, I like this one. I don't like it as much as the first one. I think the first one is way more scary. Really, I do. I like this one, but I'm just saying, like the first one, really, that screaming and shit like that. That oh. was that was intense. Yeah, like the screech from the demon in the first one, and then this. So it's like. See, I like this movie. I like the second movie way more than the first movie, but I just think it's because we have more answers. Right. Well, it is. That's, I mean, that's a good point. I don't dislike it. And I also caught stuff, especially since we just rewatched, you know, the first one and the second one. I actually caught stuff in the second one that I noticed in the first one that I didn't even notice before. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy well, shit. Well, that's because we watched the extended version for part two. Right. Well, yeah. But, that's but still, why. If, if you didn't watch, if you don't watch these movies like back to back, I mean, it's it, as simple as these movies are, like, it's really easy easy to miss stuff oh yeah i want to say it yeah i would go with you on the second one just because there was a i like you saw how i i jump scared like twice in that movie yeah but i didn't see your reaction to the first one because we watched the second one i didn't one scream at all 
They really? Not not once. There were actually what the, the screeching is what kind of like, but I didn't. I wasn't vocal. Jolted about you? It. I jolted me, but I wasn't vocal about it. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, you, know? you were. Well, I think too with this. Part second... two really made me laugh when you were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> and you may and you and I make fun of you, but I jumped too. Right. Like there were some times like I got the white feeling. Right. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, you're fine. I, well, I was gonna say like with the first one. I mean, it could be a little bit boring. The second one, you got more people involved. I mean, you yeah. have the sisters, you have the baby, you have a the te- dog, teenager, a dog, a boyfriend. Oh, and then Mika and Katie are kind of in there too. Whereas in the first one, pretty much the only outside person in that little was that friend of hers, which like we didn't even mention. That friend of hers who she would talk to. No, I mean, I think there is a lot more going on. But I think, I don't know, I think the simplicity of the first one is just, I don't know. But I don't want to get too much into that. But I just, I do like the second one. Mm. I do like it a lot. There is more unveiled. I like how it pieces together. It is a perfect sequel or prequel equal. Whatever. (laughs) Prequel equal sequel? So in the second one, it, it, it... pretty much kicked off yeah they they brought the baby home whatever and then they picked up the camera again once they thought their house got burglarized right which i totally forgot about that scene which totally makes sense so that's when they busted out the camera to film everything but it technically wasn't burglarized because they didn't take anything that, right. like whatever it was it just like ruffled shit up it exploded and, the house pretty yeah, much inside yeah pretty much well why are you and, telling me scenes when, already oh sorry cuz <laughs> i'm trying to get it moving along no 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 here. it's fine it's fine we 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 haven't even discussed why we liked it we're just kind of going around oh i i didn't really like that scene i was just saying i totally forgot that the house was even burglarized and it was the beginning of the movie one thing that really bothered me though in that movie is the baby is like suddenly like seven but months see, older. No, like- no, 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 Alex. That's what I'm saying. Is they bought the camera f- to film the baby, so they filmed the baby coming home, but they didn't bust out the camera again until the house was burglarized because they were told to take footage. Right, but I don't remember the of- dates being different. The date, yes, the dates were different. Oh, okay, see, I didn't know. The dates were different. Yeah, I was kind of confused about that, too, actually. Yeah, it was a little confusing. Because that's how they explained it, too, was, oh, we got this new camera so we can film the baby and da-da-da. And then the next scene with the camera was, oh, well, the insurance company told us to take footage of the the burglarization. Sure, yeah. And it was, like, months later after the baby who was a newborn. Okay. Yeah, see, I I don't know, because I remember the very first date being different because I I paid attention because we did with the the other one. Right. So it might have been like a year later. No, that baby was like... It was like eight months old or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like almost a year. Yeah, almost a year. But I was just like, damn, Rogaine needs to get up on that baby (laughs) and start fucking pumping weird shit into it and figure out what it is. Babies grow fast. Yeah, but their hair doesn't grow down to five inches in like one... One week. Some babies like have a lot of. You had a full head of hair, baby. That was an actor baby too. It could have been a wig. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I that was the only like thing that bothered me, is I didn't get the connection. Yeah. That the time had passed. But it's okay because I got it and I just explained it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Rub it in. Mm, 
Uh, what about you, Patrick? You said that you liked this one a lot, but you didn't really go into detail. Uh, I, I, I think I like this one just because it took it up a notch in the right way. I'm not talking about the second Matrix Reloaded or anything like that. It, it was. <laughs> it didn't go that far, but it, it did it in just enough. It was just enough of that knob being scotched up a little bit that it was perfect. Right. It wasn't over the top, but it was more right. than the first one. Because yeah. it's the story. I mean, they definitely did kind of do more elaborate stuff. Right. With the like tricks and stuff with like the, they did with like the the kitchen, right? With, like the pots and pans with the alarm system. Like yeah, there was a the, lot of extra. It was like it was almost like they were trying to make it tougher on themselves so that they could prove to you that it was real. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like some of it was like it was pretty freaky and it was kind of gradual. I liked how gradual it was. Yes, like. The pool cleaner. Yeah, like there was. You. Well, don't go into everything, but yeah, oh, I'm not totally. I'm, not, no, I'm just saying there were in the. And this is the part of the beginning where they started n- noticing activity. Yeah, they they had a lot of little little things yeah, that it were was set all up. Subtle. Like even in the very beginning, I don't know if you guys caught this. The very beginning, he's like, "Who left the door open?" Right. Yeah. Like yeah, they I were just. That. And I like it's like what I like about what they're doing is that they were setting up a mood. Right. Like of like odd things. Like they did in the first one where she was like, why are my keys in the middle of the floor? Right. Yeah, yeah, You know? Well, that one was a little more abrupt, but these were more subtle. Like the in the one in the second one, it was a little more subtle. So they were like, it was almost like you were leaving, they were leaving little Easter eggs everywhere just for you to come back and go like, oh, that's right. That happened in the beginning. Maybe right. I didn't even realize that. Like who left the door open? Who's going to think about that? Right. Right. But you're like waiting for stuff to happen. So I guess, you know, and they kind of, they kind of trick you a little bit in this one mm-hmm. they trick yeah. you out they like uh psych your mind with some like fake scares almost yeah like they're gonna scare oh. you but you don't really know what's going on and you have to pay attention to like see that there's a shadow on the ground or right. something but the extended did do that and i think they cut a lot of those out from the extended right. to make the theatrical right so should we talk about the dog like the dog scenes because I feel like the dog, the dog had a lot of growling and him knowing it was there when no one else was there, and him always being with the baby, like he was yeah. protecting the baby all the time. It was a nice addition, I think. Yeah. Both those dogs and the baby were amazing actors. I don't know how both they got those that. dogs. Both those dogs. I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> oh, you did. Both of those Sorry. characters were amazing, and I don't know <laughs> the baby dog or the dog. Yeah, the baby dog. You know. <laughs> But I don't know how they got that baby to do some of the shit that it was doing. Yeah, like float. Right, like float. <laughs> but like how he walked downstairs and Motherfuckers he went to the door levitating. And he That's the door some good acting. Saw, like I just it was like how do you direct a baby like that? You don't. You just hope to catch whatever you can. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they did a million scenes. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You'd like to... there was like a couple scenes where he goes to open up a door or something. Right. I don't want to say what part, but like he goes to open up a door, and I'm like, man, I wonder how many times they had to wait to do that. Right. And then and like, sprinkle sugar on the door handle. I'm sure he. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't even like open the door. I'm well, sure that, it was attached a string. Or, and that was know. the other thing I was thinking. Like maybe they used some of the sound from like another time. To kind of fill it in. Right. And they were like, Johnny, come here. Johnny, come here. Johnny, come to the basement. Johnny. And you don't hear it. So they cut the, the audio and right. then they, they use the old audio of him going to open the door to kind of make it seem like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of di- little different techniques, but I love the creativity and what they tried to do in this one. I'm not saying it's great. Like, I don't know. I still don't think it's as scary as the first one, but, you know. Really? 
I like it. I like I like the uh, effort that they put into it. Right. Even when the baby went out of the crib and them showed it, show you walking the around. That was part of the one that I was talking y- about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was freaky to me. Oh, also, and he was another, all giggling and shit. Another. I, I. I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring it back. No, it's fine. But there was. I just remembered one of the other subtle scenes before all the activity started to hit, which I kind of thought was fucking hilarious. Was when he went, when the dad went to go swimming in the pool and he got in the hot tub and he immediately like, he like bolted out of the hot tub. Yeah. And then like back into the pool and then he came like screaming at the the chicks in the house. Yeah, it was all red. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and then also um, like character development was like opposite in this one than it was from the first one where he was like. I don't understand what you guys are talking about. Just ignore it. There's nothing going on. And the mom and, like, the stepdaughter are like, no, like, there's there's shit going on. Like, why don't you believe us? Right. Like, type of thing. And he's like, no, it was the wind. Well, they kind of had to make him be the, the like, the dickhead, sort of. Yeah. Because, yeah, he had to, there had to be a Mika sort of character, but they had to put a spin on it, I think. Yeah, so they just said that he was the opposite Plus, plus, like, the aha moment, the the moment where it's, like, when he finally realizes that shit is real, that's supposed to be really intense, you know what I mean? It's too late. Yeah. too late. That's, that's when shit goes haywire. Oh, and then we do have to mention the nanny. Because oh, yeah. the nanny knew from the beginning, you know? Yeah, you can start to see... That, like I said, there's a lot of subtle things that they did right. that they don't really explain. Mm-hmm. And you can catch it like if you're paying attention. And I, I, I like that effort. I, I do like that effort. I think they did pay a lot of attention to that. When the stepdaughter started doing the research for it, that was another moment for me. And not that it was one of my favorite scenes, but it started bringing the, the story around... When she actually figures out what this thing is doing and why it is here. Right. And, like, that's what I just love about this this movie. And we didn't even really go over some of the actors in this movie, but that sh- yeah. the stepdaughter um, who plays uh, Allie, that's her name. Right. What I, Her I name's Molly she Ephraim. She was in uh, Last Man Standing. Is the the TV oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's one of the daughters that's like a the liberal. Yeah, the youngest daughter. She's one of the liberal kids, you know what I mean? In that show. She's the youngest daughter right. in that show. Yeah, she's... That's... I, I didn't Not even... I didn't I even realize. I hope show. she's 18 because I had... Like, she's smoking oh, hot. Oh, my God. Smoking hot. She was also in the movie uh, Gravy, which is a weird movie where, like, people get held hostage in a... Like a business, like a fast food place or something. Oh, it's kind of interesting. I watched it. It's kind of funny. Huh? She just has that like old world kind of like beauty to her, where she looks like an actress from like the nineteen forties or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Wow. Sorry. Calm down, buddy. I, dude, I, know, I do. I, have I think she was like thirteen, dude. Yeah, like dude. <laughs> she's eighteen now. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're jerking off to a thirteen-year-old. No. <laughs> The first time I saw her was actually in the I why well, I saw her in the Paranormal Activity too, but I didn't remember when until I saw like a uh, Right Last Man Standing and I was like, Who's this girl? Yeah, okay. Well it makes sense. I didn't I, I didn't know the name of the show. I just knew it as Tim Taylor too. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Home Improvement Two. Yeah, Home Improvement <laughs> Two, yeah. It's a good sequel. I think the first three in general are, are good sequels. I do think the sound design 
was better in the first movie. Yeah, it felt a little better. It felt like it hit harder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was your first time experiencing it, too. I mean, second time around, you already know. Well, and the other thing I really liked is the doorway in the first one. Like, oh, the hallway? You, yeah, the hallway was always dark. With the light at the And so yeah, like, there was a yeah. little bit of ominous to it, whereas this oh. one was like, everything was bright, because everything was like... Well, it was, well, it was a whole bit. bunch of like, cut, to so, like, cut to this camera. Cut to this camera. Right, right. Cut to this camera. Well, it was security footage. And there was no lights right. everywhere. It wasn't just one camera. And you gotta understand, too, that the first one, it was a small house. They didn't have a basement. Barely had an attic. The second one... Huge house with a pool, a basement, and an attic. And, like, you have the daughter's room, the kid's room, the you know what I mean? Well, I'm just saying it wasn't a very dark movie. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, the, whereas see, the first one is, like, there's a lot of darkness. <gasps> so there's a lot of mystery behind that darkness. And when they don't have that and you just see, like, bright open but, lights, it's, it's like when the night vision's on, it kind of ruins it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Right. Like, there's well, no mystery. You take yeah. away a little bit of the mystery. Although, I will say the end scene of... I, we probably shouldn't go there yet. No well, more. yeah, no, not the end scene at all. Yeah, you wait for that to the end. We'll go over that. Just save yeah. it and keep it in your pocket. <laughs> but the lights would go on and off. But, I mean, I think that's a line. really valid point, though. Like... I think that they were trying to be ingenious by using and implying or using night vision, which is it was the blue kind. I don't know if they painted it that way, but it was the it was like a nice camera where they had actual because those little tiny cameras that they were using, by the way, wouldn't be that good. Well, yeah, duh. Right. You know. I'm sure they had an actual budget for, you know, they had an actual budget for this sequel, too. Right. They had more money. Well, they had three million. Right, but that but they also it also was a security system, you know they didn't just have a camcorder like the first one. I just that's the only thing I think that's why I think the first one's a little more scary, is because that they they left a little mystery to that. Right. But to go over some trivia here for you guys, we have a, a quite a few. Apparently, there was some places that actually banned the film in some theaters for scaring what? teenagers, really, and small children viewing in the U.S. Yeah. Wow. Weird, huh? Yeah. It's like, well, what did you think it was going to be like? And it's a PG-13 film, right? So there's like really nothing. Yeah, there's no gore. There's no blood. No. There's no violence. And that's what I kind of liked is the simplicity. It's like you don't have to have all that necessarily. Is it because it was a a ghost movie or whatever with a baby in it? Do you think it was because... Just in the fact that it scared kids. So stupid. Uh, it's just it's just sense. backwoods mentality. Yeah. They just okay. don't they don't you know, oh this is the devil. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're teaching kids the devil. You scared my Jessica. Like, I don't know. Like it's just yeah, people get weird for dumb reasons. Right. Uh, <laughs> you scared my Jessica. Yeah, you better get the hell out of my town, Mr. Funky Paranormal Activity <laughs> Two. You get out of my town, you take your devil with you. <laughs> uh but there I ain't was a- afraid of no roller coaster. Yeah, Sorry. I ain't afraid of no goddamn theater. <laughs> Jesus will save me from your bullshit. Just kidding. Uh, the trailer, though, for the Paranormal Activity Two also used a lot of footage that they uh, didn't appear in the movie, and that's something I noticed too. Like, because oh, when they it when they do that, I, well, they sometimes they do it to try to protect pret- so that you don't see the whole movie. Like, or maybe they just they're already ahead of themselves, and then they realize after test screenings that and they need they to cut back. back. I, there is scenes out there though that you're like, dude, where the fuck is that scene? I well, I was like, get out, yeah, get, get out, out was one of the biggest ones. Get out. I always think about fucking half baked where they're fucking jumping the meters and fucking 
he racks himself on one of the fucking meters. Oh yeah, and it, it was never in the movie. It, I don't think I don't know if it's necessarily intentional. Although I know that there have been some movies where it's like I felt like they didn't want us to see all the best parts. Right. So that they could throw us Let's off the like scent. throw one off. In yeah, there. they would throw in some weird shit and then throw us off the trail. Yeah. But I don't know if it's ever intentional or they're trying to mix it up. So you That's never know. why you shouldn't watch uh, trailers. Oh, know? whatever. Like, it's, How are you kidding. supposed to know that you're going to watch know, it? I know, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just not going to go blind into a theater. Specific trailers. Because if I never saw that Get Out trailer, I probably wouldn't have gone and seen that movie. Really? Yeah. You didn't like it? No, I love Get Out. If I didn't see that trailer for Get Out, I probably wouldn't have gone and seen the movie because mm-hmm. it it just probably would have been another horror movie to me. Right. But it was it's one of the best movies so far for me for the year. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a thriller in a way. It's a horror thriller, but yeah, it's, it's a more horror. of a thriller. It's a right, post horror. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate that term. It's like, I want to name it something new. You mean thriller, you fucking idiot? I fucking hate that shit, dude. (laughs) Sorry, guys, if you call it that. Don't start using post-horror, or I'll spank you. You've been bad. (laughs) You've been bad. (laughs) (laughs) The film was shortly announced after Paranormal Activities was released in the theaters in 2009. The first one. Technically, that's why I said over a two-year span, the first movie kind of went over. So technically, it got released in 2007. Right. But it lasted all the way into 2009. Right. So it's probably why I made so much goddamn money. They actually even almost considered having Brian De Palma direct it, by the way, too. Who's that? He, he, he did the movies uh, Mission Impossible, The Untouchables, Scarface. Yeah. That would have been weird. I think so too. Like that I think would have been really weird. I don't think he would have been used to doing that uh, kind of direction. Yeah. So I just thought that was kind of a weird tidbit to throw out there. Apparently there was gonna be an alternative ending that we didn't get to see. Right. It was intended to have Hunter killed by Katie instead of being taken by her. Uh-huh. So again No sequel. No sequel. Right. So they kept him, obviously. It was it was also considered too violent. So right. they scrapped it. I mean, well, killing you a, kid. Kill a kid. I think that would have been kind of cool. I mean, well, <laughs> that of kid. course we yeah. would think of a kid. I would hope they would have sacrificed the kid to the devil. Right. In order to save their and what, selves. And think of it this way. It's like the irony in this. His name is Hunter and he just got hunted and killed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hunter, more like hunted, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> hunted. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, I mean, we can now talk about some of our favorite scenes and maybe the ending after that. How about you, Patrick? You asked me first. One of my favorite scenes is the end. So can I I can't go there yet. Well, if you, do you have any other sprinkled in moments? They're both kind of at the end. They're so that was like, it. Yeah. Yeah, there is. It was that one scene when the boyfriend had the Ouija board and he made it say, the demon wants a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty was, cringe. Yeah, yeah. Was, didn't he make her do it, it twice? It like funny. nothing ever really actually happened with the boy. No, he, the second time where he's like, "Dude, I'm really not moving it." He was spelling out Hunter, yeah. right? Name. That's right. He, and yeah. she was just laughing. You know what it reminded me of right. that whole scene where she's just laughing. Like I know that she was trying to make it seem like she wasn't moving it, so that he could be confirming that he wasn't doing it, right? So that you would be like, "Well, she's obviously not even looking at it." But she, have you ever seen the the video called Zozo, where the person oh, yeah. like starts laughing all of a sudden 
and they start going crazy and having a seizure. No. I dude, I yeah, wanted that to happen. I was like, I'll show you that. And if you guys want to check that link out, I'll put it below so you can check it out. That's some creepy ass shit, dude. Right. They're yeah. like these people sitting around a Ouija board and she just starts laughing and she can't stop laughing. No shit. And then she just starts she falls backward. It gives me chills. Like it's weird. Oh shit. It's creepy yeah, shit, dude. That, that was pretty creepy. Right. Creepy YouTube video. That so so you don't have anything other than the ending. Do you have one that's maybe like not the end, Christina? It's towards the end. God damn it. So this movie sucks all the way up until no. the end. <laughs> no. No, no. Come on, guys. Another one of my favorite scenes was well, I kind of said it before is when the daughter, the stepdaughter, uh she figured out why you know the entity was there yeah she's like investigating to get you know it had to do with the sisters um because and then like she and then they came back around to it she she was in the camera and she was like yeah i did the research and i looked back towards the bloodline and yeah they haven't what if uh her great grandma because that's where they got all the wealth from. Right, yeah. Made a, a well, that's deal what they allude with the devil to. for the first son. And there hasn't been a son born into the family until right now. Yeah, n- at least not since the 1930s. I'm like, that's yeah. not very long. I know, it's not very that's, long. That's two generations. But, but, right. No, that would have been like the grandma or great grandma. Yeah, their grandma, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the grandma. Which, hey, you know. Like, that could happen. Great grandma so. was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it all is tied together in a way anyway, because right. like, you find out later in all the other series that yeah, that, that her mom well, and the grandma way, are yeah, yeah. Right. way tied together. What were we going to say? deeper than that. So you don't have a... Another scene. Okay. I like this scene. So, like, another one of my favorite scenes would probably have to be the, the you know, the classic getting dragged out of bed by a fucking ghost or a demon. Right. Yeah. This one we took it up the oh. next level where you think she gets away and then it's like, nah, bitch. It picks her back yeah. up. Yeah. Or come back like, after. Oh you. hell no! I'm not. I'm sick of this fucking trickling around shit, slamming doors. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you get in the basement now, bitch. She went on a wild ride. Yeah, Dude, that was crazy. Mr. Toad took her. Dude. Yeah. And she was like hanging on to the staircase and shit. Like, why wouldn't you try she to do the same like, thing twice? No. So you just not you just said fuck it the second time. Right. Well, no, I think she couldn't get a grip. She couldn't get a grip on the stairs. Yeah. Oh, you best believe I'd be getting a grip of something. Did she pull out that kung fu grip? <laughs> oh, my God. A mushroom tip. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? Come on, Christina. You gotta go She's there. acting so much more offended than she ever does, uh-huh. like, right now. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, I'm <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think oh, I think oh, one of my favorite parts oh. is uh, when the kids are out in the pool. <laughs> this part made me laugh. Uh, when the dad comes out because he hears like he sees the fire, like a fire starts <gasps> oh, on the sky. Oh, that's right. And it's not I even. Totally it's there. Did that. she do it? I think it was like they left something out. No, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. All right. Okay. Well, either way, he comes out and he's like, "Brad, what the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Like I was just laughing. They were kinda. in the hot tub together. Yeah, the daughter like, and the the boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and she's all the like, teenagers. "Yeah, like what the fuck, dude?" Yes. Yeah, and there's cameras funny. everywhere, girl. What the hell are you doing? Right. Well, obviously the father doesn't check them though. 
Or he would have seen all this shit going on. I like how he just throws the pan in the pool, you know, like, yeah. and then they're out. I didn't even recognize that. I forgot that they were, and in I the, forgot that part. Yeah, yeah. That's how it kind of made me laugh. I don't yeah, know. And then he kind of runs funny. away. <laughs> like, wouldn't she have heard the alarms go off too? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, right. Like, yeah, like, what's going wouldn't on? Wouldn't you have been like, get the fuck get out of here, oh, Brad? Right go, away. Like, go. Brad, you got to go. Like, some shit just went down. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Oh, I have a question because I forgot. So, when she got locked out of the house, where did she go? Where did she say she went? I don't I think she went to the neighbors or something. She didn't say. She said yeah. she got locked they didn't, up. They didn't say anything. They didn't really clarify that. That'll be in part seven. <laughs> <laughs> but that. That's another thing. Can I mention the one thing about the ending? Well, no. Was... Well, you both kind of can argue over that because he was the one that first said it that he was going to talk about the ending. Well, save the ending, ending for last. Whatever it is. Well, they never really, I mean, explained where she went to. She came back she right away. She discovered them. The. The dad and the... She didn't discover them. They came uh-huh. home before she even knew they were no, there. No, 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 I'm talking about the ending. Oh, she was on a school trip. Yeah, she was on a school trip. Yeah. But she came home and discovered them. But that's what I'm saying. She'll be in house. part seven. But then it's like, well, oh, I, you know what? You're right. How do I know? That, no, that is part seven. Is it really? Yeah. That hasn't I come out yet? Totally. No, Christina, I no. haven't seen part seven. Yeah, no, no. Seven. Nobody's seen Seven yet. No, it's no, not no, out. The one, yeah, the one that's coming out is that girl. Ah, see, I told you, there's see? a loose end, dude. Yeah, she's the loose end. Yeah, that's the one part. But that she's you're... not blood related. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She Hunter's still a part of her blood, though. Well, maybe, maybe she just. Well, I. They, it's so, just a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it's a piece that's of it. the puzzles, and I'm sure she was. She knew what was going on, and she was the only one who knew that what was going on. Did they say it in part seven or Ghost Dimension? What do you mean? Ghost Dimension's part six, Christina. Yeah, I know. Did they say what about Ghost Dimension? Nothing about her and... So how do you know that she's in it in part seven? Uh, because I remember reading up on it months ago. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why. And I just realized it now that we were talking yeah, about it. Yeah, part seven's coming out in 2018, guys. Yeah. So we're all over the place. We're like yeah, investigators. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is actually what happened when we were watching. The oh, movie. it's kind of cool that like I and stumbled then, upon that. I didn't even realize. Like yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Thank you, because that's why I wanted to ask too. Is because <laughs> I was, was just, just making like, a joke, and then you were like, yeah, "No, like, she Wait, is. No, yeah, yes. right. <laughs> that's right. She is. I remember reading about it. Okay. Well, then I'll say one more thing, uh, and this is probably all of our favorite parts. It's just the whole scene where Katie comes over and she's like, "I'm having weird things happen." Like that whole thing. Well, was, where they tie the whole? Yeah, where they the tie two movies together. Just when they tie it together, it wasn't really a, a hugely like amazing acted part or anything like that it was just like oh yeah i was like thank you story i was like that's so cool like now it's back like and then then the end you guys can talk about that all right so what did you think of the end i fucking love it when katie comes over and wait 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 wait. we gotta go back a little bit though because the nanny the nanny comes first it's when the father started to realize there is something going on here and she was right. So he's going through the office, like, shuffling around. Yeah, because around, he sees 
for the nanny's number. Right, because he sees... The, the, the this possession. is directly after when the girl gets pulled down the stairs three times. The mother gets pulled down yeah. the stairs and she gets possessed. And the, 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 the mother will not let anyone touch the child. Because she's completely Stay out Stay away it. from him! She's possessed. Right. Um, he realizes, And possessive. Right, and possessive. <laughs> and so the nanny comes back because he realizes that she was right. So then the nanny comes in, and the nanny, like, specifically tells him what to do. And the nanny needs some olive oil, and the nanny puts some olive oil on a cross. And that cross ends up in part one of in paranormal activity. Which I didn't catch until we rewatched it this time. Right. So anyway, they probably didn't even think about that in the first one. They were probably just like, "Ooh, that'd be cool." She was like, "She's yeah, just holding onto the cross so hard it made her bloody. hand bleed." Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, that would be a good idea if we somehow connected the two. <laughs> they were like, "This yeah. is like Saul." But anyway, so spoiler alert! Just spoiler. Yeah, yeah, like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck you. Okay. So pretty much what's going on is the nanny is going to transfer this demon and it has to go into a blood-related person. So it's going to go into Katie from the first movie, her sister, obviously. Yeah, because they banish it. Yeah. So all this shit's going... So they go down to the basement. They take the cross because the cross is what's going to transfer the demon. And yeah, they... Go down to the basement. They go down to the basement and transfer the demon. You lost all your steam there. I totally did because... (laughs) I was trying to think of the cool parts, but I'm, now I'm like overthinking. What about you, Patrick? You want to fill her in? <laughs> yeah, now you go. Uh, I want to say probably one of my uh, one of my favorite scenes is when uh, the daughter comes up after seeing the footage of what just happened to her mom or her stepmom, I should say, and she kind of cracks the door open and she kind of sees right. her legs and the bite and then disappears and then she just disappears. I'm like. Yeah, she's like, like my anxiety was so was, high right there. I was just, that I didn't. Was creepy as fuck. I right. totally forgot about that. And my second favorite part is at the very end where Katie comes into the house. Now she's possessed by the demon. I won't talk about the where she kills the father, of course. But when she snaps come, his pretty little neck, when she walks in that doorway out of the the black abyss, like he, she just appears. You know what I mean? Oh, and then she's just right. like pop. Yeah, just. Bleep. She like oh, flicks her. This is just Beep. like Katie, and like she couldn't even get her name out in time. Dude, did like, she like her... punch the baby into her chest and she shot up? Because oh. like I'm always thinking about know. that. Like how did you? No, like... I don't think she punched her like physically. I think it was just like a uh... psychic energy. Yeah, the, and it forced her up. Right. To hit the Choose camera. Choose her Jedi mind tricks. Right, and then down. And then she took the baby because the baby yeah, didn't the baby start starts crying, crying yeah. until uh, Katie took him. I just felt like I was going to see so. the baby like roll out into the middle of the floor when she did that, <laughs> <laughs> or get impaled on the crib. Or I something. thought like she was going to like eat, <laughs> eat him or something. Well, maybe that's know. why. Maybe that's why that was the scene that they were going to kill it because they said at the end of the movie they were going to kill the baby Hunter, but they thought it was too dark. Maybe like when she goes up and she's holding her, she just like well, chucks it out the window or something fucked up. I don't know. Well, let's discuss the she's, alternative ending to the first one. Maybe because... she spins it in the air and rips it into several different pieces. Can yeah, I, what was the alternative I, ending to the I first one? Can I say? That we already talked about it. Yeah, we didn't say though. We never circled back around to the actual alternate ending. Oh, yeah, so, we did. We talked about it in the trivia. So what was the alternate ending? 
Yeah, well, yeah, what was the alternate ending to the first so one? So the alternate ending to the first one was Katie, um, she she walked up to, she killed Mika, of course, and then she came upstairs, um, and she she went up to the camera and then slit her throat. Oh, shit, really? And then fell. Yeah, which is weird. It was dumb. Yeah. yeah, it was with the knife. It didn't even feel right. It. Like he jumps out yeah. of the bed. It doesn't feel like as dramatic. Like it just didn't. It just didn't feel right. The scream was different too. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah. It wasn't she, as good. She didn't scream his name. She just screamed. Screamed. She just screamed. She just screamed. She just said that. She screamed. The screaming. So that's why I say like it would be weird to kill the baby. I. That's what I'm saying. At the very like, end of the that, second one. Yeah. I would I'm picture saying. her slam. This is what I'm saying. What do we? How did she? They don't say how the baby was gonna die. How? Right. So how would she do it, guys? But like what would we come out by? My vote is that she pushes her and the baby up against the wall. Yeah, psychic And energy. the baby rolls out. She like summons it up out of the ground spins it in the air and it's like flying around and she just throws her hands down and the baby goes into like five pieces. So she's like making like spiritual pizza or something. <laughs> yeah, she's like, ah, mamma mia. <laughs> it's a spicy you just see its arms, its legs, and its head just go fucking slamming against the walls. Uh, I think that's the best way to end it. That's that or maybe just like ended. punting it out a window. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that scene in Idle Hands where the he takes a cat by the tail and like... Meow, 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 okay, <laughs> well, it'd be kind of cool if she like grabbed the baby after it rolled out and then like jumped out the window. <laughs> kind of cool. Oh my but like she didn't she didn't break it. Right. Just the baby hits maybe it really she hard. Just ate it. <laughs> like she made it like a nice pot roast. And this is something. so like inconsiderate of children, I think. I've gone too far. Totally. What did what did you this, say? I'm sorry. Oh, I said baby just cooked it like a pot roast. Oh come on. Now that no ghost would do that. You don't know. You know what's funny is we would never <laughs> we would never talk this way about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we would not. That's because we can't no. relate to a baby. We I, don't have one, dude. Like I see when that's the, a, that's the thing. Like all my friends that just now, like like John Hale, he like he can't even watch. You know, now that he has a kid, it's like yeah, all of that bad humor is gone, <laughs> right? <laughs> to, because it's you're relatable, right? It's like we have a dog, so we can yeah, relate see, to that. Like the, the the oh my god, when the dog like whatever happened to the dog. Which I guess oh yeah, the, the, I feel like someone was just like screaming? pulling on its legs. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sure they used a fake dog noise for that scene, but oh, it did give me chills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like someone. <laughs> All right, don't shoot the dog, okay? Did you shoot a dog? Come on back with me. Come on out to the back of the barn. <laughs> just, just follow the trail of doggy trees. See the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this shit made me laugh. <laughs> dude, when I was editing that for last for this past Monday, dude, I was fucking dying, dude. Like or it was Thursday, yeah. I was laughing so hard. I was like, should I keep this in? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, guys, I think that's pretty much it. Um if you had to pick between the two, what do you think is the best one? Two. We've two. Heard two. one. One. As far as sound two. design, one. Yeah. I think the I think I think the mystery's better in one. I like how it all ties together in two, and it's a it's a proper sequel. That's why I like it. Pro- it's a proper prequel, sequel, equal. Um, <laughs> pre-equal. Yeah, it's pre-equal sequel. <laughs> um, but I still think the first one's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Second one's the best. Yeah, well, you, you're I, wrong. I, so. I think they're, they're it's just one and the same. It's almost like one movie. Hold on. You know what? Let me look it up. Did yep, it says that the first one's the best. Oh, it does. Internet oh, it does. Oh, oh, because the Mark, how do you do? The Mark ones, though, <laughs> it's pretty good. 
Mark one's pretty good. Yeah, you need to catch those. Uh, you do. You need to at least watch the Mark you ones, do. and then fuck the it, third just, one, just watch the Ghost Ghost yeah. Dimension. I'll, yeah, I'll probably watch them both. This because, you, like I said, but I you love... better you better watch yeah, them all in order this. because you don't know if you missed four or not. Yeah. No, I didn't ever saw four. I saw up to the third one. Oh, so you need to watch four. Five the marked and ones six. and and uh well the marked one is four nope it's five. Oh, god damn it i was would you just stop one, fucking us up hey we got this down four five little monkey wrench oh. <laughs> it's like sauce it's like never ending <laughs> right well yeah well, it, it's fucked up when they change the names that's why yeah you know, it's easier when you just have a number. Getting rid of the numbers. Right. Just give me a number. <laughs> that's why I get confused. <laughs> well, guys, I think that's it for our fucking, what are we calling it? Paranormal Activity 1 and 2. It sounds so lame. Thank you guys for stopping by. I think that's about it for our show today. We will be back on Monday for a brand new episode. And I believe Brittany will come back too. But uh, not just Brittany. It'll be Patrick and Mike. Yeah. So Patrick's coming back again. He just can't get enough. Reunion. Time. You guys have fun with that. Uh-huh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I'm glad you came on, baby. Oh, like no, I have well, fun. Did you really? Yeah. You're never gonna have me on again. Other than the stuff that you yelled at me about, and I had to edit out, I'm but it was sorry. great. It was. <laughs> well, if you listen to me once in a while. Yeah, we had this whole like poop fetish thing that we were doing in the oh middle God. of it. We had to cut it right out. Sorry, guys. Two. <laughs> It'll be in the extras on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Two BTVs and uh, one girl. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. All right, guys. Anyway, thank you for stopping by. Uh, If you want, please do check out our longlivethevoid.com website. You can find all of our horror shots, episodes, everything. If you want to catch up on some of the old stuff, even that's even better. And as always, please do share what we do, because if it wasn't for you, nobody would listen. <laughs> and I'm talking to the one listener right now. Thank you. Thank you for stopping You're by. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> she just listens all the time. You're welcome. She just racks up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys for being on. Oh, I'm welcome. so glad. Oh, I'm glad you. to be back. It was fun. Yeah, it was definitely fun. You guys, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for stopping by. Have a good weekend. Bye! You've been listening to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Tune in.